Now, Jamie Dupree with the latest breaking news from our nation's capital. All right, we're going to get to Jamie in just two seconds here, but we have a funny caller from Indiana, Jeff. We were talking about Hillary going 92 miles an hour in New Hampshire. And, uh, Jeff, what happened? Oh, Sean, hi. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Yeah, listen, I was... uh... You were on your third point of what was making you upset today, yeah. which was, um, uh, you know, the, the offer of possibly $50 million as a sign-up bonus for Iran for right. this thing. For right, The stupid deal. So anyway, about that time, you know, I guess I'd been going a little faster. And, I, and, and right about that time, I think I, I, I went up to, uh, over 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. And let me and, guess, you got pulled over. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy, listen, he was a super guy. He was a state trooper, Indiana guy. And, uh, and, and, you know, we were, and so, so anyway, he took my license and my uh, registration back, back to the car. So I was still listening to you. And he, he came up and, uh, we talked for a minute and, um, he said, yeah, I'm gonna let you go on your way. But he says, I still got to give you a ticket. I said, that's okay. I said, yeah, but uh, then he heard I was listening to you. He says, keep listening to Hannity. <laughs> so he didn't give you the ticket? He gave you, he gave no, you, he then why did he no, give he you the ticket? I mean, well, because, well, listen, it's his job. Okay. It's, it's okay. It's not, a, it's not a big deal. I mean, this is probably, you know, oh, I every once in a while, I'm sure. Go know, back and find the cop. I want to talk to him. <laughs> no, 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 he's Why fine. did he give you the he's, ticket? He could have given you a break. Uh, no, it's okay. This is, this, listen, I, this is one of the few times. No, I, I've never gotten a speeding ticket before in my life, okay? Uh, I wish least, I could say that. I did when I was younger, a lot. Well, at least I wasn't doing 92, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Yeah. So anyway, no, it was. It, I thought it was funny. I thought I got to call Sean and tell him, you know, because uh, yeah, how many times has this happened to you? Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm and, sorry. Uh, uh, you know, how much is your ticket? How much is it? Uh, Sean, it's, it's a buck forty-four. Okay. It's right, a, I'll tell you what I'm going to yeah. do. I'm going to pay your ticket because you were listening to the show. It's a, you got you got busted. I want you to send us your address. I'm sending you 144 bucks cash. All right. Oh, Sean. Sean. I can't, listen, I, I can't, I can't have it. my listeners, you know, losing money listening to the show. The idea is to help you <laughs> gain money listening to the show. All right, so oh, stay, man, I love stay, you. Thank you so much. Stay <laughs> on hold. It's the least I can do. No problem. That's stink. Why didn't he let him go? He's one of us. All right, smarty pants. All right, Jamie Dupree is there. Jamie, how are you? Hey, Sean, one of the things uh, when you're on the trail as a reporter, you always try to latch on to, you know, the campaign. You know, they might be going to the next event and they a lot of times they get like a, you know, a state trooper escort or the you want to be behind them so that you don't get pulled over. Yeah, I mean, I remember one time being in South Carolina. This is probably 92. Uh, 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 Bob Fuss, who used to work for CBS Radio, he and I caught up with Pat Buchanan, I think, at the airport in Florence, South Carolina. Yeah. And we go in there, do our stuff. And as we're getting out to the airport, they're warming up the bus. And I'm like, hurry up. We get in the car. And I think they went down I-20. I guess it's 20 from there back to uh, back to Columbia. I mean, we were doing 95 most of the way, and wow. it was with the it was with the flashers and the state police in front of Buchanan's bus at the time. And it was great because we weren't going to his next event. But boy, we got back to the state capitol, so we go to something else pretty quick. Yes, that that 95 is fast. I mean, that's serious. Yeah, we were smoking there for a while. Yes. Wow, unbelievable. Uh, well, we got a lot. You know, 95 is the least of it. Hillary's now acting like the victim in all of this, and oh, the mean spiritedness and politics. I'm like, you kind of wrote that book. Well, sure. Look, I think they'll they'll pl- try to play it both ways, don't you think? I mean, they'll try yeah. to play the card that uh, all the Republicans. What did she say yesterday in New Hampshire? All they want to do is attack me, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually headed back down to D.C. I saw somebody say she's on a commercial flight from New Hampshire coming back down here. 
uh, the the they she sent her her campaign chief of staff her chair John Podesta was up on the hill today meeting with Democrats in the Senate he had lunch with them along with another top aide is that they said they were sort of introducing the campaign to the Senate Democrats of course I'm not sure Hillary Clinton needs that much of an introduction but they were there in the Capitol today at that lunch of the regular Tuesday lunch of Senate Democrats right. there was no answer one of my colleagues up on the trail in New Hampshire today tried to get uh, Hillary to answer about the donations issue, but only got a smile and a nod. So there was no real progress on getting any answers there. And, you know, I'm not sure, it, you know, again, you look at the frame of reference from all the years of uh, of watching the Clintons and more, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure that this is going to be handled any differently by the Clintons and anything else. But this is a big test for them in the sense that it's their first really big issue since declaring their run. Bill Clinton had an interesting line today in a speech he, he was giving here in D.C. at Georgetown University. And it was hard to tell whether it was a reference to anything that was going on now or anything like that. Uh, he didn't really directly mention Hillary, but one or two times in his speech. But he had an interesting line when he talked about Whitewater and then he talked about controversy and scandal and he said, we're not big on quitting in my family. You may have noticed that. And it got this sort of low rumble of laughter Ooh. in the uh, in the audience. And and I, I immediately I sort of snapped out of my funk of listening to it and knew right away that was one to write down because it just sort of told me that I, I felt like he was sending a message that if you think this latest stuff is anything, you know, we're not going to cut and run. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, what else is happening today on the campaign trail? Uh, let's see. I saw Jeb Bush. Uh, he's out in Seattle doing some fundraising out there. Marco Rubio is down in, in uh, I think, in Texas. I want to say he's in, well, he was in Houston yesterday. I'm not sure exactly where he is today. He's in Texas raising money at, again today. We had New Jersey Governor Chris Christie in D.C. today. Uh, he has lost one of his uh, key backers in New Jersey over to Jeb Bush, and it has some wondering whether or not that uh, foreshadows maybe more people switching away from Christie and onto that. And then there's this discussion that he is not going to go to this big uh, uh, gathering, on a conservative gathering, on Saturday in Iowa. And it has some wondering, well, is, is, is this an indication that he's going to try just a, you know, skip Iowa and focus on New Hampshire kind of strategy? And you know, I know it's a little early to be talking about this, but historically, that usually doesn't work. Usually uh, ignoring Iowa sort of takes you out of the conversation for a while there. For some people, it can work. But I remember Rudy Giuliani trying it. It didn't work then. And there's a number of other people who have tried it as well. But that seems to be I, I just it makes me wonder if you're not going to show up for one of these big cattle calls in Iowa. It does make me wonder. Listen, I thought that did not work well for Rudy Giuliani. He'd put everything up you know, towards, you know, Florida. And if that doesn't work out, you don't have any any fallback. Yeah, there's no firewall. Now, I understand, you know, with as many candidates as it looks like right now, like we might have, you know, there's a pretty good chance that uh, obviously somebody's going to uh, finish out of, say, the top four or five. I, I get that. And for some, that might be a real problem uh, going into New Hampshire, because really, when you get into it, it's all about momentum. You win and you keep going. You finish uh, strong and you keep moving. You finish back and you really start to lose money. And it goes very fast and can go downhill very fast, too. So uh, with as many people as we seem to be signaling that might get in this race, uh, I would think it wouldn't shock me one bit as we look ahead that some people could get called out even before the first votes are counted in Iowa. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, so, so much going on here today. What is the latest with Loretta Lynch? 
Um, there was a deal that has been finally reached in the Senate on this uh, bill that deals with sex trafficking that's been held up by the Democrats for a few weeks, or they argue the Republicans, or whatever. You know, this is sort of gridlocked the Senate, and uh, Senator McConnell basically said to the Democrats, you're not getting a vote on Loretta Lynch until you finish this bill. And he's been pretty straightforward about it. And even though the Democrats in the White House have tried very, very hard to make the Loretta Lynch delay into a big story, they really have not succeeded. Uh, really, I'd have to say until Barack Obama spoke out and, and he made remarks last week, the president did. And that gave it a little spice. But it looks like they're going to get that bill done. And then that should pave the way for a final vote on Loretta Lynch either at the end of this week or maybe by early next week. So I would think we'll have that vote. The only issue is when and how many Republicans vote for well, I keep I hearing four or five. I hear Orrin yeah. Hatch, Jeff Flake, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham. Anybody else you're hearing? Haven't heard of anybody else. I know that uh, some people who had r- withheld uh, their votes, Johnny Isaacson of Georgia, saying today he would vote no. So, you know, there are a few that are still undecided, and we'll see which way they go in coming days. Who, I else, think- who else would be undecided? You know, I don't I don't have my list in front of me. I know there are there are a few people who have not declared, who have stayed on the fence. I, I don't sense, you know, sort of my the way I like to gauge it. I don't sense any drama at all in the hallways about it. It's just a matter of who votes yes and no. And there should be a majority for her in the end. Now, theoretically, it is it is possible you could have the vice president have to come in and cast a tie breaking vote. But I'm not sure we'll get there. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get there either. But uh, it, yeah, you never ahead. know. Yeah. Um, All right. So we also have uh, Clinton on Capitol Hill. And let's talk about some of the old names that we know, like John Podesta. Uh, Let's talk about some of the other names we know, Harold Dickies and and uh, George Stephanopoulos. We now know is at ABC, but he's still in the Clinton camp. James Carville. Then you got David Brock and all these guys. They're all going to come out of the woodwork and go after Peter Schweitzer. Isn't that a pretty good guess? Oh, I mean, David Brock already has been doing that. I mean, look, the the focus for the Democrats and sort of the reaction of the Clinton campaign to this book is going to be, uh, you know, this guy's a hack. He's he worked for Palin. He's a Republican. You can't trust him. It's all, you know, right wing conspiracy, that kind of thing. And I think you'll hear a lot more of that. You know, obviously, he's made. Uh, the guy who's written this book has made these agreements with uh, the New York Times and the Washington Post to give them access to the details and more beforehand. So I think we'll get an idea pretty soon, I would think, with uh, what a May 5th release date as to whether or not there's anything here that's going to have some lasting power and keep us uh, going for any time uh, on this story. You know, Obviously, this guy claims he's done an awful lot of work on this book, has a lot of details to back it up. But you can hear the the Democratic machine and the Clinton machine getting going right away and saying this is nothing more than just another attack. Now, I did think it was interesting how they have not really taken on in a response sort of directly to the questions about this. It's been more the deflecting and saying, well, you know, this is just these are attacks on Hillary Clinton, that kind of thing. So. We got to see. He can put his cards on the table and put that book out there and we'll see what exactly is there. Unbelievable. Uh, Now, let's look in the future here. Tell us what we have in terms of a schedule for Congress, because I'm sure they're due for a vacation. It's been a couple of weeks, right? Uh, No, I don't think there's no break again. uh, No big break, I don't think, until Memorial Day. I guess the House will probably have, uh, I think they've got a week off in early to mid-June. 
but otherwise it's a pretty straight run now to the Memorial Day break for one week. We get in a pretty regular kind of rhythm now. Week off for Memorial Day, week off at July 4th, and then they take that big five, six-week break in August for their summer break until after Labor Day. All right, Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in Washington. Thank you, sir, for that report. You, Appreciate it. We'll get back to your calls. 800-941-SEAN is our number. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to be joined by Mark Stein. Uh, look, I'm not the best sleeper in the world, but I have four my pillows, and it's the best thing I've ever gotten. I fall asleep faster. I stay asleep a little longer. And you know what? Even when I'm not sleeping and staring at the ceiling, I'm just comfortable. It's the softest, greatest pillow ever made. And now you can get one for yourself at 800 919 Just go to MyPillow.com. And if you go now and use the promo code Hannity, you're going to get two MyPillows for the price of one. You'll discover why MyPillows, the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, is made right here in the USA. Comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and you can even wash it, dry it like your favorite pair of blue jeans. In other words, don't spend another sleepless night on a pillow that doesn't work for you. Go to MyPillow.com right now or call 800-919-6090, promo code Hannity, to get two for the price of one so you start getting the kind of restful, comfortable, deep-healing sleep that you deserve. MyPillow.com, my last name, Hannity, or mention my name at 800-919-6090. Trust me, you're going to love this pillow. It's the best. It's comfortable. It's kind of going to become your best friend. It's kind of like that type of relationship. We'll continue. The biggest stories of the day with solutions to help move America forward. This is the Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. 